to my Pod where I talk all things scary. Um, today I realized this is the last episode of the year. Um, I've been with you guys for like seven weeks now, so this totally feels normal. We're halfway through to the mid-season finale, which is in January, and I'm just so excited to keep going. So I want to take a moment to thank everyone who's listened. Um, I checked my downloads, and I have downloads in freaking Belgium and India, yo. So this is super crazy. <laughs> so again, thank you guys so much. All right. So again, due to today being the last episode of the year, I wanted to do something special. And instead of my usual top five list, today I'm going to do a top 10. That's right. Five extra movies, five whole extra movies. Check out. <laughs> um, I'll be doing my top 10 alien horror films, and then I'm going to review and rate one of my favorite movies that come out this year. Nope. So let's go ahead and get started. Sounds good. Good, cut, should, hurt. Uh, good, mug, dug, bug. If we say we'll come, will you shut your ass up? And 10th place, I'm bringing you guys Slither. This movie is pure B-movie fun. Um, It's squishy, it's goofy, it's weird, and it's actually terrifying. Like, if you allow yourself to get into the simple premise. It's a basic idea. Alien thing crash lands on the planet in the middle of the forest outside a small town. Random guy. Happens to be in said forest. They're infected by the alien thing that crashed, and then now the whole small town is slowly becoming infected. It's simple, but again, it's just a really fun movie. And I think this is one of Elizabeth Banks's earlier films, if not like first. Um, she's just like country as fuck in this movie, because <laughs> it's like um I don't recall where where it takes place. I'm pretty sure it's like a fictional town, but either way, it's fucking southern as hell so <laughs> um and michael rooker actually you know he's pretty fun too he's the infected master like the the guy who gets infected in the forest plays it really really well um and just fun movie definitely check it out and if you're a horror fan and you haven't seen slither shame yeah <laughs> all right um and ninth place the faculty i fucking love this movie it's in my top five 90s teen horrors list, which I will be bringing to the pod, by the way. Um, but this movie is just so 90s. The cast is stacked, the visuals are trippy, and it's just a fun watch from start to finish. It's very nostalgic, too. Um, if, especially if you went to, I guess, one of those high schools that had like those cliche characters and stuff like that. Like I know I had a few, but I mean... I wasn't in high school in the '90s, so either way, it just it just feels that that nostalgic feel, you know. Um, and so many scenes come to mind when I think of this movie, like specifically the one with Famke Jensen. Um, gotta love Famke. <laughs> um, anyway, her character, who's like a teacher or whatever, her alien head sprouts these tentacles after she's decapitated and like walks around looking for her body. Trippy as fuck, man. Um, also, I want to say, I think this is 
one of, if not the first role for Jordana Brewster. And I just remember seeing her and be like, wow, she's really gorgeous, you know? Um, she just has the look. Side note, I like just now as I was saying her name, I, I thought of Nina Dobrev and I, I need them to like play siblings or like cousins or like something in something together. Like I I need to see that. Like has it happened? I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> Um, anyway, next in eighth place is Life. This one was a surprise to me. <clears throat> I enjoyed the shit out of this movie, though. Um, it's another film with a stat cast and a group of astronauts who basically discover an alien organism while in space. They study it and eventually learn that it grows as it eats. And it just starts to kill the shadow of the crew. Like, you know, obviously they have to find a way to kill it before they land on Earth. and the journey to attempting to do that is just yeah um ryan little actually has a death scene in this one which is a little trippy again um it's it, the the alien thing in this one his name is calvin and it's just hostile as fuck and there ends up being like a, a big twist at the end so i think it's definitely worth a watch just specifically one for the alien but for the twist um and it's it's not necessarily a twist i guess when when you yeah maybe i don't know i guess maybe watch it and let me know if you think that's a, a twist or if it's just i couldn't think of another word so we're just gonna call it a twist <laughs> anyway i think this film flew under the radar so definitely check it out if you have it in the seventh place the movie that I will be reviewing today that I'm so fucking excited about. And it's only in seventh place because alien horror movies have been out for a while. So it's like obviously some really great ones. But this definitely deserves to be in the top 10 pantheon. Nope. Jordan Peele can just do no wrong for me. Like his shit is so fucking smart. It literally goes over people's heads. And while Get Out and Us, I feel like might have been a bit more direct in message. This one took a real smart approach, and I appreciate the shit out of it, because you genuinely have to pay attention to the interconnected stories. Um, that, like, it, the way it's, it, it's, it's presented, really, really fucking smart. That's all I can really say right now. Um, you know, I'll provide some more detail when I give the review, but I'll say I love the cast. Um, and, and Jordan Peele does this thing. He is so fucking good at making songs creepy. Like, the song, you know, I'll wear my sunglasses at night, that is so creepy sounding now because it's like this slowed version from the scene in the movie. Man, it's, it's, it's so worth it. Um, If you haven't seen Nope, definitely give it a watch. All right, I'm in a sixth place, A Quiet Place. Um, This shit was amazing, man. The opening scene alone had me like, oh, shit. <laughs> Like, you will definitely talk to the screen while watching this movie. You you don't really have a choice, you know? Um, and I want to say Emily Blunt and John Krasinski are so good in this. And it's crazy because when you really get into the reality of this movie, there's, like, barely a page of dialogue. And yet somehow you're still glued to the screen because it's just, it's really, really good. And they they're really smart about portraying emotions and it's it's just it's just a fucking good movie and then the aliens that krasinski created for this are terrifying and then just the idea of simply shutting up every fucking where you go for the most part especially for somebody like me 
yeah, no, I'd be fucking dead. <laughs> and like, I can be quiet for a little bit, but not like this. <laughs> if you haven't seen this one, um, I definitely consider it a new alien classic. So if you're a horror fan and haven't seen it, shame. Yeah. Now in fifth place, Dark Skies. Um, I was pleasantly surprised by this movie. It plays out almost like a haunted house film, but like once it gets into what's really happening, shit gets weird really fucking fast. Like it's it's a very I wanna say claustrophobic film. Um like if you place yourself in the shoes of the family in the film, you just you'll feel almost uneasy. Cause like I said, it, it feels like haunting because there's just these weird almost not connected things happening and it's just like okay what the fuck is going on but then like as it slowly becomes a connect it just it just feels uneasy um carrie russell plays a great grieving mother and i want to say the cast overall like the rest of the cast did a really great job too so definitely check out dark skies in fourth place i bring you war of the world such a fucking good movie man um it's a remake of hg wells classic hg wells is a classic author of um extraterrestrial literature let's put it like that <laughs> um I, I usually think of him and i think of um um hp lovecraft kind of like in the same breath but um ultimately this movie was just so good man um tom cruise is his old tom cruise self you know running of course anytime you have tom cruise running in a movie you know it's gonna be a wild ride and that's definitely what this was the there's like this eerie ass noise that the aliens made too like the alien tripod things gave me chills when i first saw it Actually, now that I think about it, it gave me chills for a few years. <laughs> like, one thing, um, like, I, I just remember when they crawled from out of the ground, and it was just, like, this big, grandiose ass. It's like a, like a synth horn or something. I don't fucking know. It's just, it chills. <laughs> one thing I, um, I didn't like plot-wise were the kids in this, and, and I guess it just plays into how good of actors they were because they made me really hate them they were annoying as fuck like i don't know if i'm meant to be a parent because if my kids acted like they did i would have had to leave their ass like that's just it <laughs> dakota fanning was really really good um and she does like an amazing job with um just displaying pure terror in these moments and and it, it's so believable so i'll say this is another alien horror film classic so if you are a Horror fan and have not seen it. Shame. Already know. <laughs> now for the top three in third place: Invasion of the Body Snatchers. So fucking classic. Um, and this one was the the one that I'm specifically referring to is the '70s version. I never saw the one from the '50s. I might have to check that out one day. But it's just like post '60s movies. It's so hard. It's so hard because a lot of them are black and white, and it just starts to get into that old racist he feel too you know i just can't okay whatever anyway um <laughs> the 1978 one is a classic that i feel you know inspired so many others including some that have been on this list um specifically like you know the faculty again the idea simple aliens crash land and then they begin to clone humans in like these pods and kill their originals it's crazy and it's like it's another one of those movies filled with like this 
whole paranoia thing of like you not knowing who's alien or not. And then there's some like very decent visuals in them too for it to be from the 70s. There's this um classic scene that I feel like uh, maybe not. I was gonna say I feel like it it might have been a meme or something, but there's so many fucking things that have been memed before. No way to tell. I mean, I guess I could just Google it, but whatever. Anyway. <laughs> um, and the scene is like this dog with a human face. And the shit is just trippy as fuck. And it looks so good again for it to be from the 70s. Definitely check it out if you have not. Alright, so in second place, a John Carpenter classic, The Thing. If you think Invasion of the Body Snatchers is a paranoid film, then watch this shit. Like, both the original and the remake prequel, like, I'm not really sure which it officially counts as. I have to kind of look that back up. But either way, um, both versions work. The idea, again, simple. Crash land alien begins to infiltrate a group of people. But this group of people are different types of scientists, and they're in the middle of fucking nowhere in, the, in like, Antarctica or some shit. So it's just, like, shit gets nuts. And, like, over time, nobody's able to trust anybody. It's a genuine feeling of horror, mostly added by the fact that, as I said, they're in the middle of fucking nowhere. And it just, it just feels, it feels like that. Like, the movie feels paranoid. The movie feels isolated. And one of my favorite scenes in this is um, when they try to resuscitate this guy, and as they go into his chest, it opens up into a fucking mouth and bites down on the guy. It's like wild as fuck. And again, impressive visuals and very nightmarish visuals in this movie. Very. If you haven't seen the thing, definitely check it out. Um, and now in first place, the premier alien horror movie. And I feel like a true horror fan would know this if they, you know, paid attention to the list. I was like, oh, this hasn't come up yet. Clearly, it's going to be number one. Alien. Would it have been anything else, right? <laughs> um, really, Scott brought us into an entire world when he brought Alien to the big screen. Like, the xenomorph is terrifying, and the way we're introduced to it, masterful. Also, you know, we get a classic girl, or a, um, a classic final girl, Instagram Weaver's character, Ellen Ripley. Um, and then, again, we get the fucking xenomorph. And this movie... Spawned an entire franchise of films and brought us the classic chest burster scene. Like to this day, I watch it every time and just look at the actors' faces, knowing the fact that you know they didn't know what was about to happen. It's so clear and it just makes the scene so pure and so real. Like I don't know, man. That's it's 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 just classic. Um, and for the franchise to still be going like strong at that, like I'm, I think most fans of the alien franchise are still invested um they've introduced a lot of great factors and um this they're keeping it fresh so i'm 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 still in i'm definitely fucking still in um it's a world that you definitely need to immerse yourself in if you have not um i want to say all of the films are on hbo but i know only for a fact the first four are so Definitely give those a watch. No. I'm getting another beer. You want one? Yeah, sure. I'll be right back. Oh! All right. So that was my top 10 alien horror films. If there's any that you haven't seen, definitely give them a watch. 
Now, I want to go ahead and get into today's film review and rating. I'm super hyped to review this one. Like I said, it's, um, I, I, as I'm thinking about it, I think it is actually my favorite horror film that came out this year. Nope. Um, I'm totally fucking biased, man. Jordan Peele can do no wrong. <laughs> like, he did it again with this one. I'll start by saying the cast was great. Only a few characters, but very effective roles. Kiki Palmer is so fucking enjoyable, and Daniel Kaluuya, his character is, 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 he, he's not enjoyable per se, but he's very interesting, he, he definitely carries, like, like, you want to see what he does, you know, you keep, you're, you're very interested, and I think they play very well off of each other too, um, I believe, like, if, if, if someone said they were siblings in real life, I totally fucking believe it. I have to say, what one thing that irritates me is the reviews from this movie. Like I said before, um, it's just a smart fucking film. And I know for a fact that it went over some people's heads because there were, you know, like I said, reviews of people saying it's, you know, aimless and not making sense. And, oh, what the fuck is this shit with the monkey? It's like, okay, fuck you. <laughs> You just don't get it. You know, it's actually very simple. It's, for lack of a better word, I think maybe more complicated than previous films in the message delivery. But, like, for example, there's the interconnected story of the monkey Gordy. And it's like, think of the fucking quote at the beginning of the movie. Think of the fact that they were exploiting this wild animal and think of how the alien was essentially being exploited by Steven Yeun's character. Like, just, like, connect the fucking dots. <laughs> you know, the quote is, like, about casting something, I will cast you in filth and, and um, you know, make a spectacle out of you. Essentially, going over, or, 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 you know, explaining the plot of the fucking film, that I will exploit you cast you in filth and, and it, it almost is like a hit at the world today because even the main character's plans were like soaking in fucking exploitation you know it's about exploitation of each other about animals and our extreme need to capture every moment for notoriety and fame but again <laughs> he's a smart writer and director so if you aren't exactly i guess working out your brain muscles yeah you might not have got it <laughs> Um, I gave this one a four out of five, and it fucking deserves five. But the last one, the last category is gore, and this one just doesn't have that. So, sorry. But um, I want to go ahead and say I gave it one star for watchability. Um, again, the cast, the story, the alien, all fucking help with that. Another star for Killer Fear Factor. The alien that they nicknamed Jean Jacket is just fucking creepy. Like. It, it's it's eerie and it, like I get, I'm getting chills just like picturing some of the scenes because it's almost like it's like almost being watched you know um because of how big it is you almost can't really escape it or at least while you're in its quote-unquote home you know um and then like once once you understand how it moves and see more and more of it it's just like the it's a terrifying concept. Like, if that shit was real, um, I ain't fucking with it. <laughs> um, I'll give it another for kill count because there are a lot of fucking deaths in this one. 
Jay Jacket literally ate an entire audience, and that's just like one death scene. So, yeah, pretty sure he racked up a high amount. Um, and then the last star I gave it is um, for story creativity. Again, it's such it's a very creative story, very simple message told in a very, again, for lack of a better word, complicated way. <laughs> um, I think more so in a creative way, but again due to the lack of overall understanding it's complicated but um if you haven't i I totally fucking urge you to check out nope like i said jordan peele can do no wrong and he did it again but i am also totally biased so whatever (laughs) but i mean i think i have a, a fucking a solid horror um opinion you know so if you trust me please fucking watch nope and understand it's all one Interconnected story told through different stories. It's fucking called storytelling. So, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, you guys, so much again for listening. You've been with me for two months so far, seven fucking episodes. And going into the new year, the listeners are growing. I'm just so fucking thankful. Um, remember to follow the official IG page, Man of Horror underscore podcast. And. Happy New Year, guys. I won't see you guys until 2023, but I mean, it's the 30th, so I'll see you guys in like six days. <laughs> um, Happy New Year, like I said, everybody. See you guys in 2023, and stay spooky, folks. Peace.